are Senior Living Connectors. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Connectors podcast, part of the Senior Living Connectors platform, trusted, vetted out companies and services to help you or your aging loved one as he or she navigates the aging process, that next stage in the life journey. You know, today we're going to talk about a really interesting subject, and that is the scam. There are so many scams out there today and technology, computers, online scams have just taken things to the next level. So what about that senior who is vulnerable and so easily a target of that scam artist? Well, we have Voices Against Fraud owner, founder, Jennifer Pitt, who is here to help us really be awake and aware when it comes to scams against seniors. So Jennifer, first of all, thanks for joining us here on Connectors. Thank you, Heidi. I appreciate you having me. So this is interesting what you do. Tell us a little bit about your story and how you started this service, Voice Against Fraud. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started in law enforcement. I was in law enforcement for about 15 years. And in law enforcement, one of the primary duties I had was to investigate financial crimes, specifically financial crimes against the elderly, um, scams and financial exploitation involving family members or caregivers. And that really became my niche. And one of the things I really noticed when I was working in law enforcement is that law enforcement is very, very reactive. Um, an incident happens, somebody calls the police, the police or detectives investigate the case, and nobody really helped people, um, seniors particularly, avoid becoming victims in the first place. So that's why I created my company, Voice Against Fraud. Um, what I do is I empower seniors and their families um, and also care professionals by teaching prevention on different types of fraud to include scams identity theft, and financial exploitation by caregivers and family members. So let's start by identifying some of these scams before we get into the prevention and the how-tos. I was blown away when I heard you speak, Jennifer, about the really devious ways and the extreme measures people go to, to wipe you out, to take your money, and to really insert themselves into your lives. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's kind of terrifying. Um, the thing to really realize is the scammers, the um, exploiters, the fraudsters, this is their job. Monday through Friday, eight to five, just like you and I have a job, that's their job. They don't care who they hurt because it's a business to them. They want to make money. And so their goal is to make money no matter how, how it hurts anybody. Um, no matter how they do it. And they, again, they do this with scripted scams, like we've heard um, before, romance scams and lottery scams and um, grandma scams. And they can do this with identity theft, where they actually steal your identity, your personal identifying information, like your name and date of birth. Or somebody very devious could actually embed themselves in your life and steal your money over a long period of time. I want to ask you a little bit about define those scams in a little more detail. Let's start with the romance scam. Yeah, so the the romance scam is very prevalent. Um, 
A lot of these scams are cyclical. The romance scam is very prevalent around the holidays, Valentine's Day, Christmas. Um, but now we're seeing it a, a lot of times of the year. Um, because of COVID, what happened is um, a lot of us are isolating inside. And so you have people um, who normally wouldn't be on a computer um, now have to resort to computers for communication. And so you have lonely people like um, some seniors um, and others that are now going on computers to try to make a connection. And basically what a romance scam is, is you go on a, a dating website. Um, match.com is pretty common. And the idea is you put your information and your photograph on this, this dating website in order to make a connection with somebody else. So what happens is somebody connects with you um, online or over text message and says, it seems like we have a lot in common. Let's continue talking. You talk for a, for a longer period of time. And wow, it seems like that person has a lot in common with you and you begin to fall for them. Um, and you didn't know the whole time that they are a romance scammer. And eventually they'll ask you for money. They'll, they'll tell you that there's some sort of a tragedy. They'll ask for some money and you'll give over some money because you're so invested in this relationship at this time that you truly believe that person is who they say they are. But romance scams in particular, um, they actually, these scammers will go online. They'll, they'll take people's pictures from online and they'll send you that person's picture. Maybe they won't talk to you on the phone. Maybe they won't talk to you over video chat because that scammer doesn't want you to know that they're not that person you think they are. So the idea is they want to find out within the first few minutes of the conversation what your likes and dislikes are. And these romance scammers, again, have these scripts, these written scripts that they read off of. And they have one for if you're, if you're um, really attracted to military members, if you're um, a desperate widow. And oh, my God. Yeah, they have, they have separate scripts that they read off of to try to get to your emotional state and what that is and what they need to say to get you to give them money. That is so manipulative, but it obviously, it obviously works. Are romance scams pretty prevalent out there? Yeah, actually, romance scams, according to the um, Federal Trade Commission, are the number one type of scam that's occurring right now. Wow. Working on those feelings. Yikes. Listen, we're going to take a break, Jennifer. When we come back, let's continue talking about the different types of scams, how we can identify them, and then also a little bit later, prevention techniques you can implement so you don't become a victim of one of these scams. You're listening to Senior Living Connectors. To find out more about us and our coalition members, go to seniorlivingconnectors.com. We'll be right back. Are you the person taking care of your aging loved one? Hi everyone, I'm Heidi Fogelsong and I've been there too. But Senior Living Connectors can help you so much along the way with its trusted resources and services to help navigate the many challenges that come with this part of the life journey. Call today, 602-698-9720. That's 602-698-9720. Or visit us online at seniorlivingconnectors.com. And remember, we're here for you. 
We are talking scams here on our Connectors podcast, part of our Senior Living Connectors platform, education, information, to really help all of you seniors out there, caregivers, maybe that adult child taking care of a parent or family member. We are here for you. I'm your host, Heidi Fogelsong, and joining me today is Jennifer Pitt. She is founder of Voice Against Fraud. This really is a great resource to understand the scams out there that are really impacting our senior population and what you can do to prevent it. Jennifer, your stories are amazing. We've been talking about the romance scam, Mm -hmm. a top scam when you really wanna target that vulnerable senior. Let's talk about some of the other ones, lottery, grandma scam, wow. Yeah, Um, and so there there are a lot of scams out there. There are hundreds of scams. Um, And they're, they're, again, they're very cyclical. So what scammers do, again, it's a business. So if what they're doing is working, they'll continue to do it. If what they're doing stops working, they'll move to a different scam. And they they basically have this bucket of scams that they reach from and say, okay, now we're going to do this scam. Um, One of the most prevalent is called the grandma or granny scam. Um, And that's, that's a pretty scary scam because it actually plays on fear and compassion of seniors in particular. The grandma or granny scam is basically when somebody calls you claiming to be a grandson or a relative, and they say they're in trouble. They're usually say they're in prison, usually in Mexico, and they need you to wire them some money. You being the the compassionate person, you, you know, you hear this fear in their voice you have a sudden emotional fear state that comes over you and you want to help your grandson. And so you wire them money without any second thought. The problem is it was never your grandson. It was a scammer. And what happens with these grandma scams is usually the person will sound muffled. Um, You'll try to ask questions and they'll say, I can't talk right now. So what happens is we all have social media profiles or information that we have on the internet. And when you put stuff on the internet, even if it's like me, I have a website on the internet, some of my information is on the internet for people to see. So these scammers, these bad guys actually take that information and they'll use it. Maybe they have, maybe you posted a photo on on Facebook of your grandson with a little name saying, you know, Billy did great in soccer. And so now that scammer actually knows your grandson's name is Billy. So maybe they call and say, it's Billy. And now you're you're worried, oh my gosh, they know my grandson's name. That's that's scary. And again, they play on this fear that you're not, they, they play on your fear and they want you to have a sense of urgency. That's a huge commonality with scams is a sense of urgency because they don't want you to actually think about, wow, could this be a scam? They want you to just hand over the money. Um, In some parts of the country, um, I'm in Arizona, and so this is not happening in Arizona right now, um, but in some parts of the country, the East Coast, they're actually taking grandma or granny scams to a next level. There'll be a second person involved, the second scammer, and they might actually show up at the senior's home. That's scary. That is really scary. Absolutely. And they knock on the door. And they say, you know, give me your money and they threaten the person. And so now it becomes not only an interaction over the phone, but now it's an in-person interaction where that senior is actually being physically threatened 
Um, and again, I haven't seen that in Arizona yet, but that's that's sort of the new twist on this scam. Okay. So let's talk about some of the other scams, Jennifer. Absolutely. So there are, like I said, there are hundreds of scams out there. Um, some of the other prevalent scams are lottery scams, um, where somebody will send you an email saying or, or text message saying that you won the lottery or you won some sort of a prize or a raffle. And they'll persuade you to give them either money or your personal information. Um, unfortunately, the lottery scam hits a little close to home for me. Um, a relative of mine was just the victim of a lottery or prize scam. So um, he gave over his uh, phone number as well as his email address and somebody actually um, took over his Instagram account. So um, it is very serious. You, you need to make sure with the lottery scam, again, it's a sense of urgency. Um, they'll say you won a prize, you won some money. And this plays on desperate people who during times of inflation, um, costs are going up, we need money. And so we look to that money uh, for help. So with, with lottery scams in particular, the idea is um, that these scammers, these bad guys play on your sense of desperation. Um, right now we have inflation, we have COVID costs, we have housing, housing is going up and everybody is desperate for money. So with lottery scams, you'll get an email or text saying you won some sort of prize and you being the desperate person in need of money will either click on a link or send money or your information to the scammer. Um, another scam that's pretty big, uh, mostly around the holidays, is charity scams. And this just really plays on uh, people's generosity and need to their need to actually give and donate and help make society better. Um, again, more around the holidays, um, but the charity scam is basically somebody calls you or text messages you claiming to be from a legitimate charity or cause. And they say, we need your help. You know, all the animals are sick. All the animals are dying. And we would really love your donation. And so they get you to um, really believe in that cause and they get you to send money or your personal information. So let's talk about clicking any kind of link online. The phishing email scam, I think, is so easy to fall into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So the phishing email scams, for those of you that aren't familiar, um, is basically when somebody sends you an email claiming to be from a, a business um, or they claim to be a person. And it's a legitimate business, legitimate person, but it's actually from a scammer. They copied a logo of a business Maybe they got, again, your personal information online, have a name of your friend. They pretended that that email came from your friend. And they'll have a couple of things in these phishing emails that should be red flags. The first thing is there will always be some sort of sense of urgency. Act now. Um, your, your account is closed. You have 30 days to click here, click here, or your money will be gone. Again, because the scammers don't want you to actually think about if it could be a scam. They want you to think, oh my gosh, somebody has taken over my account. I need to click this link and get it taken care of. You click that link, all of a sudden it goes to a website 
that the scammer actually made and you type in your information and you just gave it to the scammer. Um, Incredible. You know, what's amazing about all of these scams, it really is yanking on your emotional mindset, Mm -hmm. your fear, your vulnerability, your sense of desperation or Mm -hmm. loneliness. That makes it even more frightening, Jennifer. They really get into your psyche a bit. Absolutely. So with, with the phishing scams, what used to happen is there used to be, you know, grammar errors in the email. There used to be um, spelling errors. Scammers are getting smarter than that, and they're not doing that anymore. So if you see an email thinking that it's from a legitimate company, if it's unsolicited, do not click on any links that are on that website. Um, when you click on the link, again, it could send information to that bad guy or scammer. These scammers are getting very smart. And sophisticated. Okay. So Jennifer, we're going to take a break. I'd like you to give your information to people who want to find out more, your website and contact info with Voice Against Fraud. So again, my name is Jennifer Pitt. My company is Voice Against Fraud. My website is voiceagainstfraud.com. And if you want to directly contact me, you can email me at jpitt, P-I-T-T, at voiceagainstfraud.com. Okay, Jennifer, when we come back, we're going to really tackle prevention techniques. What can we do? What kind of tools can we have at the ready to make sure we don't become a victim of a scam? You're listening to Connectors Podcast, part of the Senior Living Connectors platform. Don't go away. We have more in just a minute. What's your aging plan? No, not a retirement plan, but a strategy to handle the decisions you're going to have to make as an aging senior or for a senior loved one you're caring for now. Hi everyone, I'm Heidi Fogelsong, spokesperson for Senior Living Connectors, inviting you to get started on creating a smart aging plan with all of the trusted resources you need from our coalition of quality healthcare companies. We're a free service that's easy to access. Call Senior Living Connectors today at 602-698-9720. That's 602-698-9720. Or visit us online at seniorlivingconnectors.com. And remember, we're here for you. We are having a fascinating discussion with Jennifer Pitt, Voice Against Fraud, really helping all of you seniors out there, caregivers, avoid being a victim of a scam. One of the coalition members of Senior Living Connectors, I'm Heidi Fogelsong, here to talk more about prevention tips with Jennifer. Jennifer, I just want to say, first of all, thank you. This is so illuminating. Everybody out there needs to know that people out there sometimes don't have good intent for you. And you really need to be on guard in this day and age of technology, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about some key prevention techniques we can use, whether we're helping our senior loved one or we're a senior trying to navigate what's real, what's not. Should I take this call? Should I respond to this request or ask or outreach. So walk us through some of those prevention techniques. Yeah. So, so there are a couple of tips that, that I can give you that really hold true for all types of scams. The first is be skeptical of everything that you receive, everything that you hear. Um, If you get a phone call that's unsolicited, if you get an email that's unsolicited, 
Be skeptical of it. Take a minute and actually think about it. Is it a scam? Tell somebody else about your conversation, about your email. Get their take on it before you make a decision. Again, these bad guys want to play on your sense of urgency. Don't let them. The other tip is with scams in particular, if somebody asks you for for payment in the form of Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency, or a gift card, it is 100% a scam. No legitimate business or company will ask for that form of payment. That's a great nugget right there. We need to remember that one. That's important. Absolutely. Um, And then for, for seniors and family members alike, as well as caregivers, just be really observant. Um, talk to each other. We again, because of COVID, we kind of live now in these world, these siloed worlds where you know we're not communicating as much. Break down those silos, break down those walls, and make sure we're communicating with each other and checking up on each other. And if you see something wrong, if something just doesn't seem right about you know an email that you received or that your loved one received, talk to each other about it. Don't just hide it away and say, oh, I must be, I must be nuts. I, you know, I'm just being foolish. Talk to each other and keep each other in the loop. And any other thing we need to really be aware of as we go on our computer, answer that phone call, maybe reach out on a dating website, just extra caution, skepticism, anything else? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing to realize is. We live in a very different time right now. Um, I I remember when I was a kid, we had our front door unlocked. Um, You trusted your, you know, everybody that you met. Um, A handshake was a contract. Unfortunately, we are not in that time anymore. And you can't afford at this point to be um, not skeptical. You need to make sure that, that especially with computers, that you're on guard, realizing that these scammers, this is their job, and they want to get your information and they want to get your money. You can't trust everybody anymore. Great information. Jennifer, thanks for joining us and sharing all of this. Please give your website information and email if people would really like more information or to take a deeper dive in really understanding how these scams work, and how easy it is to possibly become a victim. Yeah. So again, my name is Jennifer Pitt. My company is Voice Against Fraud. My website is voiceagainstfraud.com. And on my website, there's information about classes that I offer. And I teach classes that are usually about an hour long, where I go over more in depth on these scams. And I talk more prevention tips as well. Wonderful. Jennifer, we're also so glad you're a coalition member with Senior Living Connectors. We're trying to provide a lot of education, resources, and good knowledge to help with all areas of this stage of life. And and scamming, just the devastation to those victims can really be heartbreaking when you lose all of your life savings and, you know, you have all of these healthcare needs as you age. So I think this is really a valuable service. So we're grateful and we thank you. Thank you so much, Heidi. Okay. That's going to do it for this Connectors podcast. We'll see you again next time. And remember, if you'd like to find out more about Senior Living Connectors, go to our website, seniorlivingconnectors.com. Have a good one.
Bye-bye.